Boom. Reactive. Recording. Recording. And then we will clap together on my count. Three, two, one. Yeah. How do you feel? Oh, I felt great about that. You nailed it? Yeah, I definitely great. nailed it. Yeah. Awesome. I close my eyes, too. But only during the counting. Guys, you're nodding. <laughs> Once again, Terry. <laughs> and three. Hi, we're in Delaware. Delaware. God, what a movie. How are you, dude? I am great. I'm I feel living like, the life. I feel like for the worst of the, knock on wood, the worst of the pandemic, we just nailed it on this podcast. Yeah. We didn't miss a week. We no, transitioned so quickly. Yeah. We were awesome. <laughs> and now that the world seems to be opening up in a lot of ways, yeah. we have struggled. We have definitely like, struggled. It's been one episode a month at best this year. And sometimes um, we'll do a couple episodes a month and then just forget to post them. Yep. Yeah. I have, or I'll I send the wrong waited. audio, which has happened, I think, three times this year. Uh, it, it's happened twice. <laughs> yeah. But then one of them, you sent the right audio, and I never downloaded down, like, it. By, by the time I went to download it, we transfer was like, that old thing? We don't have that old thing anymore. Like, yep. Oh. And then I had to find it. And luckily, I did. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it, is, it is with great fanfare that we have finally arrived at the final chapter of this book. And similar to every book before this, I like so much excitement. It feels like Christmas. Like we've it definitely been waiting, feels like Christmas. Yeah. We've been waiting for this moment for so long. For yep. maybe not quite a year, but close. Oh, it's been it's close been to a, a year, no doubt about yeah, it. I don't know when we started this one. Well, uh, I could find out. I could check the uh the play the podcast app. I didn't even remember what this is called, what we're doing right now. It's like a playcast? What is this? Mic thing? What are we doing right now? It's um, the uh the uh, uh, what's the thing from that Malibu's Most Wanted movie that he's like, I got the Dreamcast. Is it the Dreamcast or is the Dreamcast a real system? Uh, Dreamcast is a real system. Is it the Game Sphere? No, the Omega Game Sphere is South Park. What's the made up? Okama Game Sphere. Okama Game Sphere. That's it. What's the made up thing from Malibu's Most Wanted? I don't know. I've never seen the film. Uh, you've never seen Malibu's Most Wanted. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. All right, of we're going to pause people, the podcast. We're going to all... pause the podcast, watch a quick film, and we'll be right back. Um, our first episode went up in May of 2021, so it has it's, been, yeah, it's been a year. Yeah. Yeah, this will Just go up shy. probably next week on on the 1st. May 1st. Hey, may the 1st yeah, be with you. A full year to, to read <laughs> a Hardy Boys book. <laughs> Not impressive. Not no, impressive. not at all. Or it is. We've got dedication. We spent a full year thinking about the book. Okay, perseverance exactly is different than dedication. Perspiration. We have not been dedicated. No, but we have persevered. Yes, in in spite of our our lack of dedication and perspiration, and perspiration. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we've but, done uh, it. It's. It's done. The the hunting for hidden gold is is finished. Yeah. 
it's we uh, have the epic conclusion. I had bubble guts. I was so uh, nervous about reading the conclusion of this book. Did you say bubble guts? Bubble guts, yeah. I've never heard that expression before. Is that common? Probably not. I think I might have made it up. But you is know it, what I is mean. Is it akin to like butterflies in your stomach? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I but it's just a little a, louder. It's louder butterflies. Sensation. Yeah, it's like cicadas in your stomach. It's if the butterflies have indigestion. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which most butterflies do. Yeah, fun fact. Yeah, and their butts. And their butt when do butterflies, butterflies when do butterflies start to do their thing? What do you mean do their thing? What thing? Become become butterflies. Oh, when do butterflies become butterflies? I'm just saying like what month of the year? Because like right now it's it's frog month. This is I when saw, it's like I saw a butterfly city. yesterday. Really? They're yeah. out. Kayaking. Okay. Yeah. It's a beautiful you one. You saw there was a butterfly who was kayaking? Yeah. It was <laughs> insane. Yeah. It didn't you even have wings. He just had two little paddles. <laughs> and it was just going like this. And the poor thing couldn't actually fly. It was just stuck in the water. A butter can't fly. It was actually kayaking. <laughs> it was on a man going down the river. I mean, Got if it. a butterfly is on a man who is swimming, is that not kayaking? It's similar. Yeah. I once, I once saw... He's propelling um, by vomiting. I once saw Raphael from the Ninja Turtles kayaking. Um, but he didn't have a paddle, um, so he was just using whatever he had with him. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Raphael from the Ninja Turtles. For the Ninja Turtles, yes. He didn't have kayak. He didn't have a kayak paddle, so he was just using whatever he had with him. His shell. No. I'm confused. What Say it one Raphael? more time. Say it one more time. I saw Raphael from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Kayaking. Kayaking. Raphael but from the Teenage Mutant Turtles. But he did not have a paddle, so he was just using whatever he happened to have with him. Size? Kayaking! <laughs> 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 And and that is a walk, my friend. And I got to say, 10, steps. the entire time you told that, I swear you were liacking. You've never okay. seen Raphael. Okay. That was Donatello. I was trying to think about if I should phrase it as a dream I had, but I went, I went literal with it. You did, yeah. It, joke works better in the first person. Yeah, it definitely does. Mm. And if it was a dream, it would probably be a little bit of a, a dry sort of joke. You know, you might be dry acting. Yeah. You yeah. didn't have to connect those dots for me. I, I didn't. Was there. Yeah. I mean, I could see your face and your cry acting. Mm. Yeah. I I will not stop until you stop me. Okay. Okay. Yes. Well, once I, I got was kayaking these... with the third letter of the Greek alphabet. So you were, oh, I'll let you take it. No, you tell me. Well, I was going to say you were fiacking, but I went mathematics on it. Yeah, no, the, the yeah. third letter of the Greek alphabet is chi. Ah, uh, is it? C-H-I, chi. Yeah, see, I'm not Greek. Neither am I. Why do you know the Greek alphabet? Uh, I guess from minoring in math. <laughs> like variables and stuff. Yeah. So did you get my phi acting? Yeah, phi is also a letter. I understood that. Yeah. A, I was making a kayak joke, a golden but it's joke. spelled differently. It was a golden joke. <laughs> it was a golden joke. 
Oh, uh, yes. Now, I'm not now thinning, I'm, man. Now I'm sigh <laughs> uh. All right, we have to move on from this. Oh, uh, but what about Stallone? He's over there sly-yacking. Okay. Yeah. We just had to get that one in there. Sly-yacking and the family stone. Ooh. Uh, we, uh, be- before we get into the meat of this, of this chapter and the finale of this, this wonderful story, this yeah. flawless piece of American storytelling. Yeah. If you were going uh, slow, would you be Kai slacking? Okay. I can't give it up. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so, and, that's and, the and last gotta, one. That's the last one. Your heart. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not competing with you anymore for it. I. I won't. I won't vie for <laughs> any any other position here. I appreciate it. Okay. You were saying before I rudely interrupted. Um. I just think we need to discuss open endedly what the finale looks like beyond this episode. Yeah. We we typically have some sort of celebration. Yes, we do. A great and one. And we were talking about originally I reserved dates to do an outdoor thing oh, we have for to the end of this that. book. Yeah. That was in October. <laughs> <laughs> was it been, really? It's been a minute. I reserved since it was going to be end of September, but yeah. I was like I want to bump it a week. Um, so we were looking at the beginning of October. We've had we've had another full wave of the virus since then. This yes, is we a have. different world back yeah. there. But uh, yeah, now we're uh, we're looking at a June or July uh, kind of like celebration, a, like a kind of summer thing. It's a yeah. summer thing. That's what we plan for. Like October, it might be a little cold. Like who wants that? Yeah, no. Okay, that we're not competing with Halloween. Early summer is going to yes. be the sweet spot. I think yeah. mid. Late May, early June is going to yeah. be the sweet spot. You know, and that gives let... us time because this is going to be the Hardy and Sons Podcast Awards. Yeah, oh, yes, it is. The first annual. I Hardy know. And Sons Podcast this is Awards. a big deal. This we is should a really, really put big a nomination deal. form up somewhere. Oh, yeah. Tell you what, I'll do that. Yeah. Go By the time this airs, go to hardyandsonspodcast.com or hardyandsons.dentist. <laughs> And you'll see a nomination form for nominating people for a Hardy and Sons podcast award. Man. Um, and I have to say, if you're listening right now, and if you're going to go check it out, please nominate yourself because you deserve recognition. Thank you. Any Anyone who has weathered this podcast with us and made it through, I want to know, I want to know that you listen and we absolutely want to recognize you in the first annual Hardy and Sons podcast awards. And I would like for you to nominate Carl Weathers and his weathered leather. Again, yeah. Yes. I mean, he was already in there. That's like the default. He's always the default. Yeah. 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 Um, in May, we have good weathers. Carl Weathers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It comes back. Um, But we'll, we'll make it so you can do multiple nominations. So nominate yourself, and then if there's anyone else you want to nominate, please uh, feel free to do so. We have some people we'd like to recognize. Yes. But we also want to be open to to people outside of our circles. Which is great. It expands everything. Uh, oh. Oh. Oh, what? yeah. Lift that up again. Oh, this is horrible. I do not recommend it. Oh, I'm sure it tastes terrible. Oh, I love the sound of ice clinking. Oh, dude. That's ASMR. I don't know what these kids listen to with like the whispering and stuff. But that ice. 
I mean, I could listen to that all day. All day. You're also a silent uh, swallower of the drink. I'm not. Mine is like, whoa. Like a bullfrog. I just wanted to be like, oh, I'm not swallowing. <laughs> <laughs> just dribbling everywhere. Just coming out of your ears and your the nose. Secret. Yeah. The secret is to not actually drink it. Can you be like uh, bulimic with uh, beverages? Yes. Yeah. What is that called? I don't know. But I know that later in this episode, one of us will probably come up with something and blurt it out of context. <laughs> I was thinking of Bej- Bev Bev Lemic. Bev Lemic? I don't know. That sounds Beverage like a character Lemic? from one of these books. Like, so the Bev boys Lemic. went down to Bev Lemic's house. <laughs> I'll write that this down is... in my awesome na- my awesome names list. Who was the there was someone's boarding house, the house of boards. Oh, dude, book. it was the this surfing is... schoolhouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this something's bored. Oh, I'm sure I wrote see, it down. See, this is this is proof that like even though we've poured over these books, we would probably do pretty poorly in trivia. Yeah, we'd be but, terrible. They, I think because we've also blurred the line with what's in the book and what we're making up and laughing about it. Cause it was just a boarding school or a boarding house, just a place where you would stay. Yeah. And then we turned it into the house of boarders <laughs> school. And, and it's just tough to remember where did we leap off from? No one ever knows. I mean, we're kind of rewriting these books as we read them and making them better. Yeah. And I think once we maybe round the corner on 10. Yeah. That's when we do rewrite our own version. I'm dying to. I think we could go big with these. See, and I think it's interesting. I haven't watched any of the series on Hulu. I refuse out, to. Apparently, its second season is now. Um, the, the episodes are, are coming out weekly now for the second season. But I think it's easy to joke about like, oh, yeah, we'll rewrite one. But in sincerity, how rewriting a Hardy Boys book because we've seen the originals. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, Peter. Peter. We've seen the originals and then we've seen these rewrites in the 50s and 60s. Yeah. But rewriting it again, (laughs) it, I think it'd be easy to like overdo it and leave behind the core of what makes it a Hardy Boys book. But finding that sweet spot where it's not just completely modernized and Mm -hmm. just like a, a joke of what it could be, but how could we truly respectfully rewrite this, take out another layer of the racism? Yes. (laughs) That's a given. Maybe add in a few women uh, or individuals of color uh, to the group and then create action in a way that's acceptable and modern, but still, uh, still true to the the past and i that would be a genuine challenge not just a punchline but a genuine challenge and i think we'd actually do a pretty good job at it i think we'd both take it pretty seriously i mean i would definitely yeah. like the chet morton scenes a lot the prankster kind of scenes and have you, fun you'd with bring that. back a full chapter of just chet horsing around oh yeah it'd be called like chet originals. horsing around too in every book, it's just the same name of a chapter. <laughs> yeah, Chet horses this around. is the chapter where Chet beats someone, <laughs> and everyone laughs about it. I think, I think maybe when we round the the after season ten, yeah, 
we'll do a hiatus where I rewrite one of the books and you rewrite one of the books. Is it the same book? Are we doing different books? I think we could do different books. Yeah. And then we review each other's books. Oh my God. I love that. This is a ton of work and we (laughs) barely accomplish (laughs) recording a podcast once a week. Yeah. Uh, Once a month, we barely accomplish at this point. Um, But yeah, I think biting off way more than we can chew is a great idea. (laughs) Put that in the calendar for year 2028. Oh, it won't be that far. You don't think in so? Theory, we should, in, in theory, we should be on two books a year. Yes. 20 chapters, which is 20 weeks, 40 weeks. We were plus, doing two a year at the yeah, beginning. When, when we started. And yeah. now this one, we slowed down to one, to yeah. one a year. To a turtle pace. But I think we can ramp it back up. And I we think can if we get back in the habit of batching, it's what the fans want. If they've been asking for it's it. What My they phone deserve. literally blew up. Yeah, I was there. I read about that. Yeah, I don't even have it anymore. I stuck it in a bowl of rice afterwards. And then the rice blew up. The rice blew up too, yeah. You ever heard of puffed rice? You ever heard of Jerry Rice? This is... (laughs) (laughs) You ever heard of Tom and Jerry? You ever heard of Tom Cruise? (laughs) You ever heard heard of of a cruise missile? That's what hit the phone. Oh, Ted Cruz or the cruise missile? Or Ted Cruz cruising on a cruise missile? I don't want to talk about Ted Cruz. On no this one podcast. does. No one let's, wants to talk about Ted let's Cruz. Let's talk about Terry Cruz. Let's talk about love. Isn't that a song? Let's talk about. Yeah. What song is that? Um, I don't. I think the the melody you're singing is from Rent. Oh. How about love. Five hundred twenty-five thousand yeah. six hundred. Okay, yeah. It's been a while. How do you measure? Measure yeah. I don't know Never the lyrics. Really? I want to see, because Andrew Garfield just did a movie. Tick, tick, about, boom. Clock, click. Yeah, click. tick, tick, boom, which tick, I believe boom. is about the uh, creator yep. of Rent as they were creating Rent. Yes, he did. I hear it's pretty uh, good. I, I also hear it's good. I haven't yeah. seen it. And I can't we'll believe they out. got that lazy cat to come out and act in it. Yeah, I, heard I thought Jim Davis it. was done, but he's got uh, yeah, another. Yeah, Jim is back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> oh, what is? Th- oh, is the Nick Cage movie the new Nick Cage movie? Not that oh, you went massive anywhere. Talent. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited. It's pretty good. It's that's what I've heard. Pretty good. It didn't it's go as crazy as I wanted it to go, but it's pretty good. Needed a needed to appeal to more people, and not everyone wants your level of crazy. No, that's true, and that's sad because it's Nick Cage, and people who like Nick Cage are generally pretty crazy. Does anyone genuinely dislike Nick Cage, though? Oh, that's a good. Like that's can, a good Reddit question. I feel like you can ironically like, oh god, his movies are so bad, but like at the end of the day, he's a dude who's doing what he loves to do. Yeah, and I think. It could be so like for me as a creator, everything that I create is not good. Same. And I, and I think that there are huge, huge stumbles that I've made in my in my career and and with my my passion projects. And even like I would say like my my keystone project was the marshmallow lesson. Oh, yeah. 
Like that was that was the most work I'd put into anything. The biggest crew, like that was serious compared to anything else I've done. It's fine. Yeah. It's not like, oh, you gotta see that like we lost the one award we tried to uh <laughs> or no, I, I think You back. did I, get I an award. award. What are you talking about? I, yeah. I bought, I bought yeah. a W three award. You're right. <laughs> but other than that, to to hold ourselves up to some standard and say that every film that you do has to be a hit is just Yeah. I've made a bunch of stinkers that all with this cat named Brett Hoy. But let me ask you this. Yeah. Yeah, they're stinkers. Yeah, there's poor direction. The writing is flawed. It's doomed from the beginning, and it's it's up its own butt with symbolism, and no one can understand it. But on the day, do you enjoy yourself? Uh, it depends on like, who I'm working with. I mean, when you're like working with a narcissist and- director, I mean, it's just like how can you enjoy yourself? You know? Yeah, but I mean, once you push past that, sort of, once you tune it out. Yeah, it's easy to tune out do. too. That yeah. high pitched voice. Yeah, but I'm saying even on these, like, using your words, like these pathetic projects. We were talking about this right before we started recording. Like before, when when you're doing these projects, is it still fun though? I mean, yeah. At the end of See, the day, yeah, you you tune everything out. You still have a good time. Yeah, you, yeah, it's still fun. And that I, I think if you look at somebody like Nick Cage, like no, he's not pumping out Oscar bait every year. No, and why should he? But he's having fun with it. <sighs> you know, Bad what? Lieutenant Porter Call New Orleans. <laughs> Need I say more? Do you think there is one person in this world who has never seen a Nick Cage movie outside of people who don't actually have televisions? Outside of third uh, world countries. I don't know. I feel like when I grew up. Yeah. In not, I mean, I'm in my 30s. It's not like I'm fully grown up at this point. But right. in, when I was in high school, like we had to take the the SAT or the ACT, um, and you had to watch Snake Eyes. Like <laughs> there were just there, there were just requirements, like prerequisites, to if you wanted to apply to college. Yeah. You had to. What is your AC? What'd you get on the ACTs? Like, did you qualify for Bright Sight? And what? When what did, did you, you think see? of did, Snake Eyes? Did you see Snake? Not even what did you think of it, but just did you see it in theaters or was it on a VHS? Oh, because mine was a VHS. Okay, mine was a VHS too. I was about to be really jealous that you got to see it in theaters. No, I mean, what was so the get, first Nick Cage movie you saw in theaters? Um, this is a good. See, I feel like I need to pull up his his filmography now but that's that not a bad us, thing to pull up it puts us down quite a rabbit hole it's not really a rabbit hole it's uh it's a good hole all right we'll just do this and then we'll get in the chapter <laughs> yeah i gotta pull it up too because i think i know what it was um, um oh i know what mine was okay so that one for sure Ooh, i think it's this one actually all right what do you got mine was face off man Mine was not. Mine was gone in 60 seconds. But I okay. grew up on Face Off. I mean, I watched yeah, that on and, VHS and nonstop. Air. Oh, Con Air was another. I wore that VHS out. Man, this guy has been. How many. Does it, is there a quick count here? Of how many how movies? Many, yeah, how many films is 109. Yeah, that's amazing. You want to hear something else crazy? You know how they said uh, Nick Cage started doing all these independent films because he was bankrupt or something like that. That's yes. the big rumor. At that time, 
he was worth $25 million. He's just doing it for fun. I think he was doing it because he might have been going through a divorce and needed more money because his lifestyle, I don't think $25 million is a safety net. Gotcha. Yeah. So he <laughs> but was, it wasn't he like was he relatively was... relatively poor. He was relatively poor, yes. Yeah. <laughs> God, what a king. Yeah, he's just... This is this is what a creator looks like. This is what yeah. somebody who's just creating and learning and iterating and having fun with it. And so much so that he was able to play himself in a film. That, like... That's the peak. Tom Hanks hasn't done that. Yeah, Tom Hanks will never play Tom Hanks. Yeah. Ever. He's not talented enough to play Tom Hanks. Also, he isn't as much of a character Yeah. as his characters are. Man, that's so sad. Yeah. And, I mean, this is He'll what... never be better than his characters. Nick Cage is better than his characters. Yeah. Wow. Oh my god! This is this is something to reflect on. This is definitely something to reflect on. Can you put thoughtful music behind this? Probably, but that would require me going back and editing it a little differently, yeah. which would be a whole thing. Can we just make up our own thoughtful music real quick? Yeah, do it. Do All it. Right. Well, I'll I'll put down like the bass line, like the Nick 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 Nick. Nick Cage Nick 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 Cage. That's Nick. good. Yeah, that was really good. Do you think we should take a break before we actually start reading this book? <laughs> I think we should read the very first sentence of the book and the then take a break. Okay. Well, when we last left them, yeah. they had wandered into a cave full of wolves. Yes. And then found a tiny hole that they like went into, a little tunnel, and left the wolves behind after murdering one <laughs> and then <laughs> and then they found the gold in this cave and then it ends with like big al jumps out yeah and says like uh, thanks for finding the gold kids too bad you'll never live to enjoy it bam bam end of 19 boom. which brings us to chapter, chapter 20, 20 windy, windy peak, peak prisoner prisoner windy peak prisoner Wendy Peak Prisoner. Wendy Peak Prisoner. Oh. Yeah, this okay. is uh this is this is Beverly Lemixed uh sister-in-law. <laughs> All right, here Hello, we go. Beverly. You ready for it? I'm ready for it. Oh, I guess it's got to be the first one, two, three, four sentences. Right? Or should it just yeah. be the first? It, no, just take it for a second. I want to get to the first sort of moment in this chapter, okay. and then we'll take a break. Go ahead. What do you intend to do? Frank demanded. What do you think? Big Al rasped. I'm going to get rid of you brats for keeps. Wow. Now, on that, I understand what he means. Oh, you never say for keeps if... Right? Are you talking about the for keeps? I'm talking about the for keeps. Yeah. <laughs> for keeps is if you want to keep something. Yeah. That's I, I wrote the same Which, thing. I'm going to get rid of you brats for good. That would is work. The expression. Yeah. 
That works. Yeah. Because then you would be getting rid of them, not keeping them. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe this is why he's failed every other time. He keeps Keeps keeping keeping it. Stop keeping things. You're so selfish, Big Al. And then Joe says, you've tried before, Joe said defiantly. I sure have. This is, again. Wait, tries keeping them? What? What did he try before? Keeping them? I'm going to get rid of you brats. And Joe's like, you've tried to get rid of us before. Like, oh. Oh, you're talking about like a barbecue. Yeah. Because I would want to keep a brat. Yeah. I said You get hungry up in that mountain. (laughs) Instead of the country. (laughs) You get hungry in that mountain. Mountain yeah. breath. Up in those up in those caves. Yeah. Make, make yourself a wolf meat. Yeah, I was rock. thinking the wolf meat too. <laughs> oh, I bet that's really good. There's no doubt about it. Um, there's your artwork. <laughs> the the wolf meat brats. The, the Hardy Boys hundred percent organic wolf meat brats. <laughs> I like that it's just not wolf brats. It is wolf meat brats, in case you didn't understand. This isn't the like logo. It's not just a character named Wolf. It is a wolf that you're eating. Yeah, this is. Can you this get is, wolf meat? This is grass-fed, grain-finished, <laughs> organic wolf meat brats. Wolf meat. Uh, <laughs> you just got put on a list somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> wolf meat is in fact edible and can be cooked and prepared uh, to be enjoyable. Humans are actually the biggest threat to wolves, as they are the top predators in the ecosystem. So, yes, you can't. What does it taste like? Accounts on how wolf meat tastes vary greatly, with description ranging from tough, grisly, distasteful, and smelly, to somewhat resembling chicken and very superior to lean venison. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're entrepreneurs. I like smelly. How does it taste? Smelly. <laughs> Smelly isn't even a good description no. because it doesn't. There's gasoline is smelly. Yeah, it's smelly. Does it work? Does smelly it, can be a does good wolf smelly meat too, taste right? Like gasoline. Are you doing I it in a gasoline so. marinade? Are we making wolf gas now? We're it's it's wolf, wolf meat it's, gas. It's, it's, it's gasoline infused wolf meat jerky. <laughs> For the American man. Dude, people would buy this. And there are podcasts that genuinely have sponsors that aren't too far from what we're talking I about. I don't right doubt now. that. Can it also be like red, white, and blue stripes down it? Like Obviously, it's, it's going to be red, white, and blue stripes down it. Everyone is hand painted with lead. In the reflection in the wolf's eye on the packaging, you yes. can see the American flag. Of course, there's an eagle. Yeah, <laughs> we, we we also slightly infuse with eagle meat. Separate reflections. One is an American flag. One is. An eagle. Oh, yeah. We could we could market like a an eagle bone marrow. Oh yeah. Protein shake. Yeah, I don't doubt that. Made strictly from eagle talons. Yeah, eagle bones, talons, and beaks. Yeah. Um, no feathers, no meat. Just the hard stuff. Um, no fact, feathers, no meat, it, just marrow. That's our guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> but it comes with a feather. Man, this is going to be a busy week for me, and even more so now that I've got to work on designing this packaging with you. Well, yeah, we also have our Dippin' Dots chicken dinner that we have to create. Our, our chicken dinner <laughs> Dippin' Dots. <laughs> 
Oh, the world of commerce. Yes, is demanding yes, one. yes. If we had that Nick Cage $25 million money, man, we'd be doing big things. Uh, so we never made it past the second sentence. I was trying to get to the third sentence where Joe is just taunting an armed criminal who has multiple times tried to murder them. Yes. They are cornered in a cave yes. that no one knows where they are and surrounded by wolves still <laughs> yeah. somewhere. And Joe's like, oh. You've tried to kill us before. <laughs> this isn't pick your battle, Joe. Yeah, Joe's um, not very smart. But we are going to get one of my favorite scenes. I knew it would ever. Be. I knew. Oh it my would gosh, be. it's so good, so ripe. Yeah, it's just fantastic. But let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back after with, this uh, ad. With after uh, this ad, after the ad. Do you want a new ad too? Do you want to I commit mean, yeah. to doing a new ad? I think we should commit to a new ad. This is the All season right. finale. If you stuck with us this long, you deserve a new ad. I and agree. if you're just now catching up, you'll also get the new ad, and this won't be new to you. Well, it would be new to them because they're just now catching up. They haven't no, heard our it. Ads, our ads update automatically. So if you go back uh, and listen to Landslide, it's yeah, going to be gonna whatever this ad. ad we had. Yeah. Is this the ad right now? Everything you're hearing, <laughs> everything that's happening now <laughs> is happening now. All right, with this, the boys took a break. David? Yeah, yeah. How cold is it? It's too cold for shorts. Why did you wear shorts onto Mount Everest? It's because I got... Been working on these legs. I've been doing the lunges. Someone's gonna well, see my diamonds. Well, if you got it, flaunt it. Whoa, hey, what's going on with your rope? It's more like an icicle, I think. Is it creaky? I thought you wanted thin ropes up here. I don't know if it's supposed to be that thin, Sean. How thin should it be? I said, don't get floss. Is this floss? It was cheaper than getting rope. Okay, but I think you're about to fall. And I'm out of oxygen. Oh, man, do you want me to give you some of mine? I can baby bird feed you my... I'm running out of oxygen. Save it for yourself. Give it back. David? Ah! I'm not gonna make it. Don't say that. David, I want you to preserve my podcast episodes in perpetuity without paying a monthly fee. Like in the ice? No. Online and distributed automatically to platforms like Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. How would I go about that? Wait, I need a little more air. (sighs) Give me half the breath back! (laughs) I think you can download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to learn more about how to host your podcast for free. Well, I can't feel my legs. 
And we're back. We are back, sir. Hope you enjoyed that ad. I bet it was great. I hope so. Yeah. We won't know until the, the big wigs in the advertising department finish. Oh, they it love up. it. They're paying for it. They get what they paid for, which yes. is a lot. Genius. Oscar so, nominations. Oscar Meyer nominations. Ooh, wolf meat. <laughs> <laughs> we could partner with Oscar Meyer. Oh my God! Yeah, I'll send the email today. One hundred percent wolf beef. Yeah, people know it's a lean, healthy beef. Yeah, it's a little smelly. It's a little smelly. But yeah, it's kind of like lean chicken and better than than venison. Wolf, the new bison. Like no one cares about bison meat anymore. It's too expensive. What's cheaper? Wolves. We can get them in a den. You know, you're not just going to get one wolf. You know what I'm saying? You know how many people have dens in their houses? Exactly. Some. A few. A good handful of people. Yeah, more than four. Yes, and all these people are probably a little bit older. Okay, and what do older people need? Wolf meat. A smelly meat to wake them up. (laughs) Smelly. It acts as a smelling salt as well. Okay, give it to Chet Morton's mom. Or who, who was the mom using the smelling salt? Was it Miss Hardy? No, it was uh, Slim Robinson's mom. It was old Slim's. Yeah, old Slim's mom was having a nervous breakdown. Yeah, got yeah. the smelling salt. Had to keep breaking out the salts. Yeah, can yeah. we put, instead of using like sea salt or some kind of uh, nice salt, let's put smelling salts on our wolf meat. It'll be smelling salts with just the tiniest bit of texture enhancement from 100% pure ground eagle bones and beaks. Ooh, and a little bit of Epsom salt to uh, yeah, relax the salt. muscles. Yeah, and probably iron. Of course, iron. Well, Chunks of iron. Chunks of an iron. <laughs> Chunks of an iron, yeah. And you can put little little bits of water in there too so it steams. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to this is going to be a, a clean pleated steak. You can eat it. Yeah, you can clean your clothes with it. I mean, you it's like those You can eat it, you can pleat it. And you complete me. And you complete me. I love it. I love it. I love it. This is like when you go to the Chili's and you get that, uh, what's the sizzling meal? Comes out. Is it the fajitas that are always like smoking? Fajitas, yeah. Yeah. Wolf meat. The fajitas of Chili's. <laughs> I, think, I think we might have to switch a word or two in there, but I like You're it. You're definitely going to have to. Yeah. I'm dyslexic, I mean, like but not what's reading. The Chili's fajitas of tomorrow. The Chili's fajitas of tomorrow. There it is. Chili fajitas. Wow. Do they have chi- – does Chili's have chili fajitas? Chili's chili – Chili's chili chili fajitas. They're cold. It's three different chilies. <laughs> yeah, they're they're cold. <laughs> they're from Chili's. They're cold, and they're packed with chili. Smothered with steak and shake chili. Oh my god! Yes, yes, good. dude, that's a this good. Is good. <laughs> this is very good. We should invest in a steak and shake. By the way, you know there are times when people say, like Sean, how can you be so effortlessly wealthy? And yes, I say it's I not effortless. Yeah, it's the X factor, and yes. I have it, and people <laughs> pay for it. I would say you have it three times. I would say you're the Vin Diesel of the X Factors. Thank you. You're welcome. And I'm the Ice Cube of the X Factor. I'm the State of the Union. I get so much crap for the tattoo I have that says I'm the Vin Diesel (laughs) of podcasting. People are like, why? Why did you get that tattooed on your neck, on the front of your neck? And I say, because you don't understand. (laughs) 
will pay so much money for you to get this tattoo. <laughs> what would it take? I just I just pulled down the turtleneck I've been wearing. <laughs> Too late, David. I did it for free. Oh, that's a sweet tattoo, bro. Keith May is your tatted man. You get the tattoo. Yeah, you've got all yeah. those Pixar tats. Yeah, Keith. why not get one of your friends? I mean, Vin Diesel, if you got a caricature of Vin Diesel, he kind of looks like a Pixar character already. Smooth he lines. He really does. Smooth lines, gentle curves. Yeah, very gentle curves. He's the he's the Pixar villain of my heart. Oh, that's so sweet. But the 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 big twist at the end is he's not really a villain. He's just mister, misunderstood. Right? He's yeah, like a, he's like a big giant film, the pacifier. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. Finally, Thank someone you. actually gives the pacifier the credit it deserves. What do you think of Jingle All the Way to? Is that a real thing? Yeah, with Larry the Cable Guy. I have not seen it yet. Neither have I. <laughs> I don't I think anyone's on. That. I will say that for a long, long time. Yeah, there will be a day, though, in your life, probably near the end of it, that you say, I think it's time. And you bring <laughs> out the crusty DVD. There's another, there's another idea. It's a hospice we run that plays Jingle All the Way 2 and Snake Eyes, just so that in case someone had Dude. made it most of their life without seeing Snake Eyes. Whoa, that's a welcome. great idea. We organize what you do with the last day of your life. <laughs> we have frozen at 48 minutes. We have frozen? I have frozen? Wait, you're frozen. Oh, it did freeze. Yeah, there he is. There he is. And we're back. And we're back. We're definitely back. It never went anywhere. Okay. All right. Let's see here. Uh, where were we? Frozen. At the very beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're three sentences in. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do this. Uh, Because there's some good stuff here and the people people have earned it. Great stuff. Um, So... I, as usual, I don't just want to read this chapter. Yeah. I don't want to just read any chapter. So we will skim some, but there are just some, some golden things I would that say happen here. It's a short chapter. It's seven pages. The first three pages have some pretty phenomenal stuff. Yeah. No, this is, this is, this is peak Leslie. As yeah. We say. Leslie kills it. And, uh, as this violently as possible. Peak Leslie. This is windy peak Leslie. Yes. Yes, sir. Uh, so he so Joe says the last thing we said you know you've tried to to get rid of us before, and then Big Al begins his confession. Yeah, yeah, I sure have. Since your pa's a big detective, I tried to fix you so it would look like an accident. Then I made you out like I'd gone over the cliff and got killed, but you were still there camping the next morning. So I swiped your horses and figured you'd wind up starved or frozen. Nothing that could be pinned on me, and that didn't work either. So, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Big Al. <laughs> I just thought exposition much. Yeah, I mean, and I said that very it's, coolly, it's by the 20, way. Obviously, yeah, I mean, it sounded cool on this end. Thank you. <laughs> but this whole uh, chapter twenty is always going to be like, wait, was that you at the store? Yes, it was me at the store. I was there because I had just gotten <laughs> finished having my criminals meeting. We decided to go to the store. Hold on, let me explain all these things that don't matter. Let me give you the bullet points of exposition. And you wanted us to knock three times, so you said signal three? Well, that doesn't make any sense. 
<laughs> was that this book? No, that was a couple books. Okay, ago. I was gonna I think say that was the second I one. Yeah, okay, that was one of the was greatest a thin moments. Thin clue on that one. Thin. <laughs> uh, so Frank regarded oh, the outlaw coolly. So now I've got the gold, and that's all that matters. You kids will never leave here alive. The outlaw's hand went to the holster he was wearing. Now this Uh-oh. year again, he's had a gun the whole time. Yeah. You don't talk. <laughs> you don't talk rude to, to the man with the gun to the man with the gun who has already tried to kill you several times yeah and don't make fun of him never don't do this like well oh, you've tried to kill us before yeah because then he's just going to shoot you this man is huffing wolf meat right now mm-hmm yeah you do not he's mess high with the on man that just pure wolf meat that testosterone <laughs> That smelly, those wolf meat fumes have gone right to his brain. Okay, it's almost like the petrol panda. <laughs> Just a little smellier. The smelly petrol panda. Uh, Click off your cl- light, Joe, Frank said in a whisper, snapping off his own. So, yeah. I guess that's the logical thing to do if you see the man as a gun. Just try and cut all the lights so he can't see you. Yeah. Right? I, I mean, mean, I can't it, argue that. I do think it's funny that he whispered it because well, yeah. Big Al yeah. can hear everything. Like, you're in a small, small cave. And, and you're going to do light it immediately. Just went off. Yeah, yeah he's going to know. You could probably turn off your light, and then Joe will be like, oh, good I idea. should do the same thing. Yeah. I'll turn off my light, too. Well, it is or, Joe. He might like, think you're telling scary stories, and he Frank. just does the under. Oh, yeah. Frank, can you see? Okay. Here's my light. Yeah. <laughs> now that would be an ending for one of these books. Um, as Big Al snaked out his gun, the that. cavern was plunged into darkness. I love that, and it takes me to um, Jack Nicholson's <laughs> gun in the Joker. Nice. That long-barreled pistol that he shoots down the Batwing with. Yeah. <laughs> just pulls out that awkwardly long gun. Snakes out that long gun. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, Frank and Joe dived clear of the line of fire and clawed for their shovels. Ooh, I did not like that description. Yeah, I don't want to claw. I imagine fingernails scratching against this rocky surface. Yeah. That was the worst part of The Ring for me, by the way. Oh, yeah. That's the only bad part of The Ring. A horrible film for me. Yeah. Like, absolutely traumatized me. Nothing worse than when they found the fingernails in the side of the well walls because she had been, like, trying to climb out. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That was Gore Verbinski. It was Gory Verbinski. It was Gory (laughs) (laughs) Verbinski. Got him. Go ahead. He just got done with uh, Mouse Hunt. A fantastic movie. And then The Mexican, another fantastic movie with Julia Roberts, Brad Pitt, and James Gandolfini. Have you seen Mouse Hunt? With Nathan Lane? I have Lane? not. I have not. The Holy Good Grail film? of film. Oh, yeah. Great film. Okay. Someone okay. described it as a uh, Ari Aster movie for kids. All right. I'll look up who that is, too. Yeah. <laughs> the Outlaw's Gun thundered as both boys hurled their shovels toward the spurt of flame. There was a thud and a cry of pain. At least one of the shovels had found its target. So now they're using uh, shovels like ninja stars. 
Yeah, I don't know what your form is when you throw a shovel How in a cave. How big are these shovels? How big are the caves? <laughs> How big? Yeah, you can't exactly. wind up like a harpoon, <laughs> like a javelin throw. <laughs> when you're in a, a... So you saw it as a javelin. I saw it as like an overhand tomahawk throw. I mean, either way. But I guess it's the shovel that it, I need to know its size. But also, to th- you don't throw a shovel. You no. swing it like you a bat. swing a shovel, yeah. It has a heavy end. This, oh, boys. But also the narrator put the exclamation mark in there. At least one of the shovels had found its target. <laughs> okay. Uh, and uh, viewer discretion. This is where things get pretty violent. Yes. Uh, Amazingly violent. The boys uh, like- closed in on Big Al. Frank found the outlaw's gun arm and levered it backwards with both hands. Joe was busy on the other side. Big Al fought like a madman, but Frank and Joe hung on. The outlaw screeched in pain as Frank applied bone-cracking pressure to his wrists. And a moment later, the gun dropped from Big Al's numbered fingers. Frank heard it fall, and for an instant slackened pressure as he kicked the revolver out of the reach. I'm Big Frankie, and I'm gonna break your wrists. (laughs) Whoa. <laughs> I'm Frankie Wristbreaker. Your this mother is like, a terrible cook. I don't know. Give, is, give me an Italian guy. Give me Frankie. I'm just, I'm just thinking this is like Frank's not alter ego, but like what he slips into. Like his 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 Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Oh, yeah. Where, where like you can see the fear in Joe's eyes. He's like, uh-oh, Frank's going <laughs> to do it. Frank's going to apply bone cracking pressure. <laughs> He's just going to crush this man's bones. He's in the bone zone. That's not what we're calling it. That's not what we're calling it. Oh, no! The no! momentary diversion gave Big Al the chance he needed. Digging his fingers into Joe's throat, he hurled the boy hard against the rocky wall. Joe sank to the ground. Stunned. <laughs> yeah, I would be too if a man who was 30 years older than me and I was a child grabbed me by the throat, dug his fingernails into my neck, and threw me into a cave wall. Yeah. And and stunned not just like physically, but I think everyone around would be stunned at like, whoa, did that guy just throw a 15-year-old into the wall? <laughs> what strength he must have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Threw him like a shot put. Um. And and here we get into an interesting piece of science for me, um, from my research. Yeah. Um, now I'll take care of you, kid. Big Al snarled at Frank. The huge outlaw was more than a match for Frank alone. Frank fought desperately to maintain his hold, but Big Al grabbed his shoulder, jerked him loose, and drove a punch to Frank's face. Frank staggered back, tripped over a rock, and fell heavily to the ground. He didn't just now, drive that punch. He had NOS. How, as Frank, yeah. how do you not die? <laughs> how do you not die in this moment when someone named Big Al drives a punch into your face in a cave <laughs> yeah. where then you trip over a rock and fall heavily to the ground? This is, yeah, this you're, is a you're hospital moment at best. Your head just took a serious injury. 
you're going to learn to walk again. Yes. Best case. There's no doubt about it. I mean, his nose, definitely broken, right? Book six, Frank's got a cane. <laughs> and it and just it's not stays. a Michael cane. No. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the prestige. <laughs> and that's the prestige. Yes. Ah. <laughs> uh-huh. That felt good right there. It did. It was a great callback. Uh, uh, then we get another great line from Big Al. Don't try anything more or I'll beat your brains out. Big Al warned as he groped for his lost gun. Man. Okay, it's also in the dark right now, too. So Frank doesn't also- know that his brains are spilling out like beans. Yeah, as, as Frank groped for his brains to push <laughs> yeah. them back into his head. Um. too far (laughs) there is a non-zero chance that i will edit that out of the podcast (laughs) meanwhile meanwhile joe had recovered from the pounding big al had given him and was wheeling feeling around stealthily for one of the shovels his fingers closed around a wooden handle just as big al spoke Seizing the implement, Joe sprang to his feet and swung hard in the direction of Big Al's voice. Ooh. There was a thudding impact, a gasp, and the sound of a body hitting the ground. I got him, Frank! Joe exclaimed. Are you all right? Which one did you think, Air? I thought for a moment that he probably hit Frank. I thought Frank was clearly dead here. Like he is just going to continuously take injuries to the head. I got Big Al. No, you didn't. (laughs) Then who did I get? (laughs) (laughs) So, so at this snaps out the wolf mate, tries to wake his brother up, but it's not going to happen. By the way, where are the wolves? I have no idea. The boys probably crawled... eating the horses. That's a good. I point. Mean, if I was a wolf, that's what I would do. <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> yeah, let's go. What's eat an a horse? even smellier meat? I, I bet a horse can't throw a rock at my friend's head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm gonna get these horses. <laughs> even smellier meat. <laughs> uh, are you all right? Sure, just woozy said Frank as he pulled himself together and began searching for a flashlight. A moment later, he found one and switched it on. Big Al lay stretched on the floor of the cavern, unconscious. Jesus. This is where I would like to begin my side narrative that Big Al is dead. (laughs) He's not. He's not. I like this approach to the rest of the book, yeah. But... But just in this moment, like he took a shovel to the face with a with a Kirby Puckett swing in a cave, by the way. So his in fall a, is not going to be on soft grass. Yeah, he's not. Even if he falls onto the the relatively soft bag of gold, that's yeah. not going to cushion your fall. That's going to hurt. Yeah. But at this moment, like just for the rest of this scene, as like Frank and Joe are are dealing with him, I just. Like he's clearly dead <laughs> and they just keep talking about it. Like, wow, you really got him good. Like, oh, he's sleeping <laughs> real hard right now. Like, boys, boys, stop it. Please. This is. Yeah. Stop. Oh, no. This uh, is sad. Let's tie him up before he comes to boys. He's not coming. He's, to. he's, not coming he's, to. he's gone. <laughs> the boys took off their belts uh, and tie him up. So they, 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 
tie him up and they drag him out of the mine. Yeah. Um, which again, as I'm reading this, I'm like, where are the wolves? Like, are they just gone now? I guess so. I think they explain it in a bit, actually. Okay. Um, it's it's not. Okay, so it doesn't really explain it. It actually brings more questions. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I never mind. Yeah. Yeah. So th- yeah. What the hell? So they go out through the mine tunnel, uh, and the outlaw's horse was standing outside, hitched to a rock. And this is not worth the diversion. I understand that, the, the tangent right here. But how do you hitch something to, <laughs> to a, a rock? rock? Yeah, I had the same thought. A tree is what you're looking for. Yeah. Because a rock is either so small, like if you're going to get a rope around a rock, it's going to be a rock that the horse can just move or the rope's yeah, going to have to be a boulder. Yeah, and a boulder is a big flat thing. You can't put a, a rope around. Depends on how big your rope is. Unless you're bringing 30, 40 feet of rope and you're not. And you're not. And the thing is, like, you have to find it in a spot at the bottom as well. Yeah. And so that's not going to happen either. You, unless you want to tunnel underneath the rock or something. Yeah. Hitch it it's to just a tree. Definitely hitch it's, to a tree. It's a miracle that this horse is still standing here. Yeah. Well, the horse uh, is just dumb. That's the thing. He saw the small little rock. He saw the pebble that it was tied to. Maybe it was one of those things where he just saw the rope and he knew the rope meant stay. Oh. It was a well-trained It's a well-trained horse. horse. Yeah. Okay. The name of my band. Stay here and guard him, Frank said to his brother as they dumped their prisoner across the horse's back. I'll go get the gold. This is, again, where I'm just picturing, like, flies are now <laughs> circling the wounds of this. <laughs> this He's just dripping dry. Like, all right, I'll guard him. Make sure he doesn't do anything. Oh, my God. He just, like, keeps poking him with a stick. Like, yeah, Al? you stay down. You stay yeah. down. Oh, guard. Uh, making two trips. For some reason, Frank hauled out. We learned that for some reason. It's not important at all. It's heavy. The gold is heavy. Yeah. It would have taken more than two trips, by the way. Four bags. Those bags would have been probably double. I mean, a bar of gold is usually around 40 pounds. A bag of gold? Oh, it would be so But you also got to remember, gold is measured in 12-ounce pounds. Are they doing the 12-ounce pounds? I don't know, but when you say 40 pounds, I don't know if those are 12-ounce pounds or 16-ounce pounds. We're doing the classic, uh, well, mine is a smelted gold bar. A smelly wolf yeah, meat a gold smelted, bar. Yeah, yeah, a smelly smelted. Um, but we get two little things where I'm like, you didn't have to tell us that. But making two trips, he brought out all this stuff. Uh, then he stood, uh, then Frank stood watch over the unconscious outlaw while Joe went to retrieve the horses. Go ahead. Give us this paragraph. Joe soon sighted the two animals wandering through the snow along the foot of the mountainside. Evidently, the scent of the wolves or their snarling, which he didn't want to choose which one, had frightened the horses away from the cave. So you're right. By the, by the way, poor outlaw's horse who's <laughs> hitched to this rock yeah. while, while the wolves pick him clean. He, he hid. He lifted uh, up his hoof and just covered his face with it. Joe quickly rounded up the mounts and brought them back to the mouth of the tunnel. That whole thing's unnecessary. Well, yeah. Just say Joe got the horses. Yeah. We don't need to know that, oh, they were walking over there and then he got them. Cool. <laughs> pivotal. Very pivotal. Thanks, yeah. Leslie. This is classic Hardy Boys. Uh, uh, 
Frank finds some rope in a saddlebag, and they decide to actually tie up Big Al without their belts, and they finally pulled their pants up. Well, before that, uh, Joe quickly rounded up the mounts, brought them back. Uh, Big Al had not yet recovered consciousness. <laughs> uh, obviously, boys. <laughs> he has a shovel lodged in his skull, guys. <laughs> You had to break the handle off the shovel to get him out the mine tunnel door. They used it to drag him. It's so stuck in. It's their handle now. <laughs> just, just the track through the snow of the body and then a little line next to it from where the shovel handles drag. Oh, this is dark. It's very dark. Uh, Here's the unfortunate here. part. Um, oh, yeah, and we're back to reality. Yeah. Uh, the so outlaw they, they, was showing signs of reviving, but they chose the term reviving, not yeah. waking up. One of the wolves was casting a spell. <laughs> Joe rubbed snow in his face to bring him around faster. I like that. That's rough him up a little bit. Yeah. He's tried to kill you four or five times now. <laughs> Just blew raspberries at him the entire time. Which probably helps to apply ice to that massive head wound as well. <laughs> Joe's just trying not to get charged for murder. It wasn't to wake him up. Yeah, at this point, he, he's trying Gotta to get ice Big that Al wound. to get Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, right? exactly. Just come on board, be friends with him. Yeah. That's the end game. They here. hit the part of the brain where the man's just going to have a concussion. It's like the guy that got the rebar through his head. Yeah, and was fine. Yeah, it worked like construction or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's what Big Al is now. The guy who got the shovel through his head. Too bad it wasn't a crowbar. What if they just grabbed one of the crowbars that was in the cave? They should have paid was, off those crowbars. That was structurally significant? Yeah. To the, to the mine walls again? Yeah. They already used a crowbar as the finale of the first book in the... Uh, which was awesome with uh, Hobo Johnny. Treasure. Yeah, Hobo Johnny. Yeah, <laughs> Hobo Johnny. Johnny. Yeah. Uh, so the the rest of this, I mean, the book is over now. They head back. Um, he's telling them more about, you know, oh, I sh this should have been my goal a long time ago because I put sand and gravel in the tank of, uh, of the plane. Dawson's plane. Yes, and then when he crashed, I couldn't find it because of a snowstorm. Um, and then, yeah, how, how did you find the mine? He's like, well, I saw your tracks leading up to it. Yeah. And he said he used to stay in, uh, the horse shed attached to the cabin to try and find out what was going on. So I guess before the Hardys, he was still spying in the horse shed or something. Was that, yeah, something? no, this, this is on the, on the cabin on top of the mountain. Yeah. Where, uh, the where Bart Dawson lived. Yeah. Yeah, he had been hiding out in there trying to listen to Bart Dawson talk about where the gold was. Yeah. Um, but never got anything from old Bob Dodge slash Bart, Bart Dawson. Dawson. Um, so then they're, they're riding along and they run into uh, Sheriff Kenner and everybody's friend Hank Shale. I love Hank Shale. We all love Hank A Shale. A type of rock, dude. Uh, and they, they get back to Lucky Load and they say, you know, they arrested Burke... Uh, the store owner yep. who can, and by the way, everyone they talked about has the expression like he made a full confession about being slip gun. <laughs> uh, 
and then on the next page, this Chicago people like uh, those friends of Big Al's, Hopkins, and the Hoods were rounded up thanks to your phone tip, and they all just made full confessions. By the way, <laughs> okay, as they should. We're the Hardy Boys. Yeah, um, I just watched. Well, let's finish this. Uh, I mean, it's over at this point. Uh, it the, is the, over. The joke of it ends with, you want to give us the last joke? Because Mike Onslow is back staying with Aunt Gertrude. Yes, that's right. Uh, if you remember that from a year ago. <laughs> I slightly shot, remember it now that you say it. He got shot by hunters, yeah. and they, uh, they took him to Aunt Gertrude's. Uh, speaking of plans, I wonder what Mike Onslow's... I wonder what Mike Onslow's will be when he learns he's rich, Frank Muse. Joe chuckled. Let's phone him first thing in the morning and find out. And I'd give a mint to see Aunt Gertrude's face when she hears about the gold. Yeah. That is. I don't know what I'd give a mint means. A uh, mint seems pretty insignificant. I've got a jar of them. Could we it be like. eat nine of them during these recordings. The treasury? Oh, well, maybe. Yeah. Who Not knows? Not just like a sprig yeah. from a mint. No, mint not leaf. Yeah, not just a mint leaf. Not just a. Uh, what are the really Mentos? The Fresh Makers? Are those the Fresh Makers? What are the Fresh do, Makers? Do 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 When life is something. Fresh I, is better with Mentos freshness for love, love life. Mentos better with Mentos freshness. I, uh, I haven't heard that in a very long time, probably since the early 2000s. Um, when was the last s- time a Mentos commercial has played? Are I they still I made? Kn- no, I don't think so. But one of like the first videos I made in like grade school or high school, like when I first started making videos, was a Mentos commercial for something. And I can't remember what it was. Was but- it for Mentos? It was a Mentos commercial, but like all their commercials were like solving a problem. Yeah. Where like you're, you're somebody like parked, like they parallel parked too close to your car and then like you can't get out and you're late and then you pop a Mentos and like some construction guys came over and lifted her little mini yeah. out of the parking spot and like you solve a problem thanks to Mentos. And uh, I forgot what we did, but it was a Mentos commercial and it was like my first thing editing where I had like, where I was able to bring in the theme song. And yeah. make like a true Mentos commercial, and I wonder where that is. Wonder what ever happened to them. I made Mentos commercials too. Uh, it was a That's genre. So funny, yeah. It was a defining genre. It, it was genre a thing that we time. did, man. Um, John Mentos. Oliver's show, which I assume you do not watch. I do not. Um, I think the he's... Sunday before last. Uh, his, his most recent show was about police interrogations, um, and how they're portrayed in film, but then the actual like legalese around getting a confession and how, how damning they can be, how police are in America allowed to lie. Yeah. Like they can say like, you know, we found yeah, we have evidence of at this. the scene. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't, they don't. Yeah. Um, but if you say like, yeah, I did it, then that is, they don't need Final. evidence. Yep. If you, if you admit in some way, um, even as a joke and say like, wait, you want me to say I did it? Like that can be enough um, where they can edit that, whatever. Um, but it was a review of that process and some suggestions on how it should be changed, et cetera. But that kept ringing in my ears every time 
I just thought of a full confession of like just seeing the interrogation room. Like these guys are beaten to just they're hit with shovels. They're hit with shovels and they're laying there like that looks like a full confession to me. After he hit me over the head multiple times with a hammer, with a hammer. I had I to, to give him a game. Yeah. <laughs> I got know, a I got family. Kids. Yeah, I got kids. There it is. Yeah. I knew you would get it. And I butchered <sighs> it. That's Tommy Not Boy's. Again. That is Tommy Boy, ladies and gentlemen. It's fine. It's great. You remember all the writers and directors and everything. I'll remember the script. There we go. That's all that That's matters. That's how we do yeah. this. Yeah. I will butcher the lines, but remember the names. Uh, I should. No, I'm not going to. You should do it. I was going to fade up uh, the song Remember the Name um, by Mike Shinoda. Is that the name? Mike Shinoda, the guy that would like rap in Linkin Park. He did that song, Remember the Name. Fort Minor. Like, His band was called yeah, Fort, Fort Minor. Minor. Yeah. Okay. I used that song all the time in my movies as a kid. Same. <laughs> yeah. Same. It's a sweet song. Got the it was blood awesome, pumping. dude. Yeah. yeah. That was the jam. So maybe I'll, I'll fade that up. <laughs> When you say remember the name, and then it'll be playing this whole time in the background. It's just playing the whole episode on a loop. (laughs) (laughs) It finally makes sense in the last few minutes. It's distractingly loud the whole time. Every time it plays, it goes up two decibels. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what is it, the the shepherd tones? I don't know what the shepherd tones are. What are the shepherd tones? Uh, No, a shepherd tone is a musical phenomenon yeah, in which you're moving from a a low note to a high note, like doop, and at the same time you're moving like an octave above that harmony, yeah, from low note to high note. But that's getting quieter as it goes, oh. and then at the same time, an octave below both of those is getting louder as it goes. And when you hear it, it has the effect of just constantly going up and up and up and up and up and like ooh, and it just keeps going um in dunkirk yeah the, the soundtrack for that is just loaded with shepherd tones like that's where i saw a big thing about what they are and how they work but fascinating very fascinating okay And I think that concept of just going up and up and up and never fading is what our podcast is. Oh, yeah. There it is. Yeah. Yes. And and as we conclude book five, season five, um, ahead we've got the Hardy and Sons Podcast Awards. We have a comparison to the original book. Oh, yeah. Um, Thank you, Peter. And, And then we've got... The Shore Road Mystery on oh, the horizon. I cannot wait. That one sounds like it's going to suck, and I'm very excited. Everyone loves a good mystery about a road. <laughs> yeah. The Shore Road, too. It will for sure be a bore. CSI Roads. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that. Law and Order Roads. Oh, this is gonna be takes place on Rhode Island. A real thriller. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. The roads of Rhodes Island, and we're changing it to Rhodes Island. Yeah, Yeah. and we'll use road microphones. But they're not from Rhode Island, so every day they have to ride in. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Or 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 they take a rowboat and they rows it. 
There it is. Feels good. Looks good. <laughs> David, do you have anything else you want yes, to put? Yes, I do. If the rowboat had an engine, <laughs> they could ride the rowboat in. So they rode, they rode the rowboat. They rode in the rowboat? Yeah. To the road in Rhode Island. To the road in Rhode Island. Yeah. Rode the rowboat to the road in Rhode Island. Ladies and gentlemen, if you were ever curious about the what a perfect of podcast season yeah. is and how you end on the highest of high notes, <laughs> then wander no more because that's what it looks like. That's the brown note like. of comedy, baby. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's the shepherd tone of comedy. The shepherd tone of comedy. We are the white noise of comedy. There it is. <laughs> of literature. Of literature, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you, listeners, for making it through another part of this season. with us. Yeah. Um, and understand that our perseverance will only get stronger Always. and our dedication will remain the same. Yes. And we will continue fueled by wolf's meat and uh, Panda Petroleum. And we promise that we'll only get better and better and stronger and stronger. Don't forget to nominate yourself and your loved ones over yes. at hardyandsons.dentist. I'm nominating myself right now. Oh, I already nominated you. Well, look at that. I got two votes. For best co-host. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh my I goodness. I also nominated thank myself. You. Yeah, also nominated yeah. myself. Yeah, we'll the, and then the at some point, I guess we'll post something where the vo- uh, voters can decide. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I know we'll who have will a win. People's Choice. It's like the Nickelodeon Choice Award. Yeah. Oh, this I mean, is well, like that awesome uh, Oscar like thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. So we'll have our Academy. Yeah, you can beat this podcast, Zach Schneider. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you are our Zach Schneider. You are Zach Schneider. <laughs> Which is funny because he's actually nominated for one of the other podcast awards. <laughs> we should nominate Zach. We should nominate Zach Schneider. Can you, you imagine if he? I mean, he would have to. It's like after your Oscar win, we wanted to give you a you know an award that really matters. Yeah, yeah. one that wasn't just a bunch of people deciding. <laughs> it was two of us over a text message, <laughs> over a joke. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. I have nothing more for this podcast right now. I don't either, but a wonderful rhyme that I'm sure you will come up with because I think it's your turn. Or is it mine? David, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whose turn it is. It does. The rhymes don't matter. The only thing that really matters is all of the episodes we've made in symphony, in harmony with one another, mm. and this mm. this rich, rich mm. history. Mm. Preach. Which I look forward to continuing when we get to the Shore Road mystery. Wow. Wow. That's pretty That's good. That's what it looks like, folks. That's pretty good. Except we're That's going it sounds like. into the book five rewrite. <laughs> okay. Dang it. Dang it. It was we'll, a good one. I'll it was a good one. one. It was um, really good. <laughs> well, how about this? Uh hopefully we won't find any smelly venison <laughs> when we get to the old book comparison. That was pretty good. Yeah. yeah that's fine. That was that's good fine. on the fly. Yeah. Uh, and you know else has flies. 
Smelly wolf meat. Smelly wolf meat. <laughs> that was original content from Boom Reactive.